we humans have lost the wisdom of genuinely resting and relaxing. We worry too much. We don't allow our bodies to heal, and we don't allow our minds and hearts to heal. That's a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh, a very wise man we recently sadly lost. If you find yourself starting your day already mentally exhausted, you're going to love today's episode. Your brain is constantly processing data, and that action creates fatigue. And just like your body needs various levels of rest throughout the day, your brain needs the same thing. Just as your body would collapse without periodic rest, your brain does the same thing. Except we don't see it like we do with our body. It's very subtle with our brain. And we might not even notice it until the end of the day and we think, man, I didn't get a lot done this afternoon. Well, today we're going to talk about how to maximize your brain function by integrating one of the most important things you can do each day, and it's counterintuitive, rest. You're listening to Mental Mastery Moment. I'm your coach, Paul Desmond Adams. Think of this as your quick daily coaching session before you get back in the game of life each and every weekday. On Tuesdays, we talk about productivity because Tuesdays tend to be the busiest day of the week for most people. So I want to help you get through your task list as quickly and painlessly as possible. In each 10 to 15 minute episode, I help you live the life you desire and deserve to live. A life full of peace and purpose. Enjoying the people you love, performing at your highest levels, and tapping into your infinite creative potential, all the while making life fun and pleasurable. If all that sounds impossible, try it out. Come along with me for a week of episodes, and I think you'll be surprised by what actually is possible. Let's get started on your journey with today's episode of Mental Mastery Moment. are effectively asking our brains to run a marathon at full speed without stopping every single day. Now, when I was training to run a marathon, I wanted to run the Disney marathon. I utilized something called interval training. What this is, is you run for one minute at a reasonable pace and then walk for a minute. Now, you adjust those ratios as you get better, as you get stronger. I eventually got to the point where I'd run for two minutes and then I'd walk for 30 seconds. And that allowed me to do something incredible. I was running distances I had never run before, and I wasn't completely spent at the end of it. In fact, a lot of times I stopped because I had reached my goal, whether it was a five-mile run or a 10-mile run that day. I had finished, and I was done, and I stopped, but I could have gone on. I didn't get injured. It was incredible. Interval training changed running for me. I was shocked by it. Truthfully, a lot of us have been sprinting marathons for days and days and weeks and months and years and years and years, and then we get a sprain in our brain and we're out, but we keep pushing. Imagine if that happened to your body. You just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and then, oh, you pulled your hamstring, but you got to get done because you got to make that paycheck every time you go out, you're running and limping and getting worse and worse and worse, and we call it burnout. (laughs) And I've dealt with that. Maybe you're dealing with that. That's when you really got to recuperate. You know, if you're athletic, if you hurt yourself, you've got to take time off. Professional athletes do this all the time. They get carted off the football field and they know they're done for the rest of the season. 
but not with us. Our brains get sprained, our brains get injured, we get burnt out, and we get carted off at the end of the day. And then we come back the next day because we got to get it done because, you know, we got deadlines, we got things to do, we got money to make, we got things to change in the world. So let's talk about resting your brain. One of the first things I want you to understand is you own your mind. Don't let others control what's happening in your mind. You control that. You don't have to answer your phone the moment it rings, unless it's your wife. I recommend you answer it then. Or one of your kids, you're going to want to answer that. But if you got a phone call coming into your office, it can go to voicemail and you can call them back. You don't have to stay glued to your email inbox and have notifications pop up every time you get a new email. You control that time. What I actually recommend doing is setting up a time in your day, multiple times if you need to, where you check your email and then turn off those notifications so that you can focus on what you need to get done, get your work done, and then Put your attention on your email. You're not sitting here working on writing something and then ding, ding, ding. You're constantly looking over to see what's that email. Oh, no, don't need to worry about that. Oh, what's that one? Nope, don't need to worry about that one. Turn off those notifications and then maybe three, four times a day, you go in and you check your email. You can even let the important people know, hey, I check my emails at 9 a.m., noon, and 3 p.m. That's when you can expect a reply from me. Now, there may be exceptions in there, and I do that with my phone if my wife or my kids text me, but you determine that. And one of the worst things you can do is check your email first thing in the morning. Your brain's been resting. You've been sleeping all night. You've hopefully done what I'm going to talk about in this episode, and you've really shut down at night. And you've been resting, and then you get up and you pick up your phone and you check your emails. I kind of think it's like when you get in your car and it's really loud because you were jamming to some great music the day before. And then, oh, oh, oh my gosh, what's, (laughs) and your brain panics and you're looking for the knob to turn it down really quick. It really is what happens to our brain and it shocks our brains in a horrible way to start your day. So give yourself some time to wake up, get refreshed in the morning. And then when you set that time, you go in and you check those emails. Listen, no deal's gonna die on the vine because you waited an extra half hour or an hour to answer an email that came in at 2 a.m. It's going to be okay if you wait until 8 or 8.30 or 9 to reply to that email. You don't have to answer your phone every time it rings either. If you're in the middle of something, let it go to voicemail. But then set a time when you go in and you check your voicemails. Do the same thing with your email, with your calls, with your texts. With your mail that comes in, just because somebody puts something in the mail slot outside of your office, you don't have to go out there and see what that is. Set a time for that. You control your time. You control what your brain's focused on. Make sure you take breaks often and real breaks. And I'm not just talking about taking 10 minutes where you book your family vacation online, you go in, you check your social media. I'm talking about a real restful break. There have been countless studies that show people who spend their breaks on social media or answering emails or sit at their desk and eat while they're doing something, they are mentally drained later in the day. Whereas people who actually took a break, went for a walk, maybe went outside and sat down and ate their lunch alone, just quiet, resting, those people didn't have that fatigue in the afternoon. These are scientific studies that are done. Mindfulness meditation is an ideal thing to do at these times. I'll cover that in another episode. But if you can just spend five minutes of closing your eyes and just focusing on your breathing, maybe for you it's one minute. Set a timer on your phone. See if you can do one minute 
of just breathing in and breathing out. I love the Pomodoro technique, and I've talked about that in previous episodes. This is where you do 50 minutes of focused work, but then you take 10 minutes where you get up from your desk and you go out and you get away from it all. I love to take my dog out for a little walk every hour, just do a little quick walk around the block. It's not just good for my dog, it's good for me. I get out in the sun, I get out in the fresh air, I hear the birds, I hear all these beautiful things going on around me, and I'm not answering emails. I even leave my phone on my desk so that I'm not checking that as I walk, because if it vibrates and I think, oh, who's that? I'm gonna check it, I'm not getting rest. 50 minutes of work, 10 minutes of rest. Do that four hours in a row, And then at the end of that, when that last section of work ends, do a longer break, 30 minutes, maybe an hour of rest. Step out of the office, step away from your workstation and really rest. And I'll go back to that running comparison. If you run and you only take a walking break for five seconds, and that's what we do oftentimes. We finish up something, we get up from our desk, we go in, make a cup of coffee, go back, sit down. In the meantime, somebody's hit us up about something in the hallway. Somebody came in there waiting for their coffee and they're complaining to you about why does a corporate office always do this? And you start getting stressed about that too. That's not a real time of rest. Close your door, put it on your calendar so you block it out each day. So if people are looking to book a meeting with you, they'll say, oh, he's not available from 12, 1230. Well, that's your rest time. They don't know what it is. You might be having a high-level meeting, and you are. You're having a high-level meeting with yourself to rest, and that's as important as anybody else you could possibly be meeting with. So take control of your time. It's your time. You own it. And then at the end of your day, completely switch off your brain. So often I've done this myself, so guilty. I'm guilty where I go to bed at night, And I'll put on a little headphone and I'll watch a YouTube video, maybe training on how to do something with a website or an email marketing funnel thing. And I'm not actually resting. I think I am because I'm not producing anything. I'm just consuming stuff. But my brain's now busy, active, and it's wiring all this stuff and thinking about all these possibilities with all of that stuff. Just rest. So at the end of the day, make sure that you've reached the finish line on the things you needed to get done. And then anything you're going to do the next day, Write it down, get it out of your head, put it into your system, whatever your system is. If you don't have one right now, we'll talk about that, but at least write it down on a little piece of paper and put it on your keyboard so that it's there when you get up and you hit the desk the next morning. But get it out of your head and then forget about it. And if there's something that comes up between the time that you wrote that down and the time that you fall asleep, Use one of your devices. It could be your Alexa device. It could be your Siri device, whatever, your OK Google device. And just say, OK, Google, remind me to do this tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And then done. And tomorrow morning, bing, pops up. And you go, oh, that's right. I hadn't even thought about that. Because you put it into your system. And then you can add it to that list that's on your desk or whatever your system is. And you can reserve that time at the end of your day for real, true rest. And I want to add another thing for you to consider. Take an extended time. Take at least a day each week, like a Sabbath day. It doesn't need to be a religious thing, but let your mind rest. I covered that actually in episode 42, a long time ago. The value of a Sabbath day. You can search it up. Spend a day of rest each week if you can. Maybe you can only do five hours, but give yourself an extended period of time once a week where you really rest. And then... 
plan an annual rest period for your brain. I'm not talking about taking the family to Disney. I'm not talking about going to spend the holidays with your in-laws and your family. That's not rest, and you know that's not rest. I'm talking about time on the beach or time at a park or camping somewhere where you're just resting. Rest and let your brain recharge. Maybe you can only do it for a long weekend. Be reasonable about it. The last thing you want to do is have your times of rest become a stressful thing. Oh my gosh, I got to book this. I got to get a whole week of brain rest and ah, so much to do. That's not going to help. Plan out what can work. Stretch a little bit, but not too much. And then give yourself that time of rest. So here's what I'd love for you to do today. Take a moment to rest, even if you do it right now. No phone, no screen time. And this pains me to say, no podcast. (laughs) Just silence and breathe and relax. 10 minutes if you can. Try it as soon as this episode ends. Not yet. We'll get through the end of this. But do it as soon as this episode ends and just sit there and just have some downtime and rest. And then get back to your work and hit it hard with a renewed energy. That time of rest is going to change your time of work in a very good way. I hope this is beneficial to you. And every Tuesday, I want to talk about productivity and performance, peak performance. We can get into some really great stuff as we move forward. Wednesday, tomorrow's episode, is going to be about people and relationships because that's an important part of our life as human beings. We are communal people. We love having people around. Now, if you're an introvert, you're going, "Uh uh-uh, not me. You do. You love those people that you know you can trust and you can just be yourself with. And there's something inside of us that goes back to the times of tribal days where we knew if we were alone, we were going to die. So make sure that you're not alone. Make sure you have a community of people. And then on Thursday, we'll talk about a little bit of the woo-woo, the spiritual stuff. And I try not to step on toes with that, but I am going to stretch a little bit outside of what I might have done in the past. And I hope it doesn't offend anybody. It's not meant to do that. I'm not trying to convert anybody away from or towards something else. I just want to explore some ideas. And then Friday, I'm going to have a really cool resource. I've been thinking about this, and I think it's going to play into what we talked about today. I'm going to share a resource. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time, and now I'm putting it out there, so I have to do it. In between my times of rest, I'm going to get that done for you on Friday. My name is Paul. I appreciate you. I want to acknowledge you for taking time to make your life better by listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful rest of your day and get some rest. And of course, always may your reach extend beyond your grasp.